You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Oh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to talk to you about the um, problem with North Korea and South Korea. I want to use it as an example of what's going to happen to us and what has happened to God knows how many people have died because there's always an appeasers people on what we call on the left. And on the left, they love, they love the worst. They love what we despise as freedom. And they see their perverted ways of life from our point of view as freedom, as I just said, to free to do this and to eat that and to, to do this to this person, that person, all of it. You just think of it, I can't think of it all at once. But North Korea and South Korea used to be, if I'm just, I'm just guessing, I didn't look, I don't like to look up these things. I want to assuming, and even assuming, even if it isn't so, the way I say it makes a point. But I'm quite sure that North Korea and South Korea were one or once one country, not two, in war with each other. What to happen, happens is, in many different ways, that the worst in people, the laziness in people, the degenerate in people, the degeneration, tend to become a party, a group. And people follow that. It seems like they're enjoying life. And they are with feeling. And feeling is dangerous. I keep saying to you before, and after many programs, I keep saying the same thing. Feeling good is not good. It is dangerous. The more you are empty, here I come, the more you are empty because you, you're on the left. You can be a, 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 a wicked person on the right. I get that. And that's another story. But what I'm talking about is what divides a country and, and never to ever come back to each other, like North Korea and South Korea. And so, can I think at least that this is what happened? And we, 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 we almost had the same thing with Obama. He looked like a lover of the worst people. You understand how many sick people we have for them to see and to raise up that which loves that way of life. And that's what's happening in, happened in Korea, North Korea, or, or it became North Korea, and, and broke away from the other group that are more 
self self subsisting. I can't find the word. More uh, able to help themselves and more virtuous. Not that they're all virtuous, but more virtuous. They get they have an understanding of these things and they try to do the right thing, while the others want freedom, and that freedom is all the things that we loathe, and but it feels like f- freedom. And they love that freedom, and they will elect a person that loves that kind of freedom, which is not free. And they, they do not realize that Obama is one of those people. You could see it. I could see it in the very moment he said, fundamental transformation. You heard me say that before. It could mean two things. Language can have can be used to lie. Fundamental, that's what he says. This is what I'm going to represent. I'm going to give you fundamental transformation. And what it did, it caused many people in America to to go hooray. Hooray, he loves us. He, he supports our wicked way of life. I'm not saying that they say that, but I just put the word wicked in there. A demoralizing and dangerous situation. Fundamental meant down. You have to, be, you have, to have intuition to understand. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, what I was talking about a few uh, minutes ago is North Korea and South Korea and the possibility, and I haven't looked it up. And, But even so, if it was always that way, it's still, I'm still making the point around it because what we're having, what's happening to America is dividing us. And there are forces that want to take America down, and the best way to take America down is go to liberals. That's, they have, they enjoy the pleasure the perversion, the perversion of all things. They do it. They think that as freedom, to be, to do whatever they want, and and experience everything that gives them pleasure. And there's something in that word pleasure. You're looking for pleasure, is deadly dangerous. And it changes the nature of the person 
or persons that uh, involve themselves with that. And it's so easy when you're upset and you're emotional and you feel empty that you want to find something that fulfills you. But there's two kinds of fulfillments. One is a fool that's filled and one is fulfilled. You see what I'm saying? One who is fulfilled and one and you can say the same thing, a fool that's filled or fulfilled. And say and it becomes a different word and a different meaning. So there's two two of a kind. One looks for feelings and pleasures as a purpose of life, the joy of life. The more they eat, the more they have to eat, the more they drink, the more they have to drink. And it becomes a, an addiction, of course. And, and the addiction only gives them temporary pleasure. And after the pleasure, anxiety increases. After every pleasure, the, uh, the, the pain, the anxiety increases. And it requires whatever you do, whatever you choose to make you feel better, whether it's foods or drugs or alcohol, you name it, because there's thousands of other ways that I don't like to talk about. And the wrong way of sex, using a woman, and she rises to the occasion of the need, and you become addicted to her, and horrible things happen when you find that you're a slave, being addicted to the pleasure, because you need more and more and more of it, and she can't do it. Or if she can do it, she owns you. See how simple it is? And that's how a country works. North Korea, most likely, was one country. A long time ago. I mean, the people are people. But, you know, there's certain kinds of people, especially in a, in a, in a, a country like America, who gives you the right to express yourself, even wrong, even when it's terribly wrong. But the there's, there are forces at work who understand that they could bring down America if you could get more people, demor demoralized people, under your, under your thumb. And look what's happening. Look what's happening. So, considering that North Korea eventually decided that they couldn't live with decent people in the South, which became the South. And therefore he loves, the leader always loves the perverts, and they love him, because he loves the worst in people, and it enables them, and he, and everybody it, it loves that. You see, you see where I'm going with this, don't you? But then, when you when you have a beautiful woman, but she's really needs the good love of a, of a man, but she gives herself to you. She seduces you and makes you um, subject to her. Now, just look at it just with a, a woman and a man. If you take 
the opportunity to have sex with a woman or find a way to enjoy her virtues. That's not really virtues, is it? So you forgive me for saying that. But the thing is, if she's a, a kind of a naughty girl and wants her way, she will give herself to you. And you will feel good about that. And, but you become addicted to that. See? And then after a while, you'll feel angry because she's not giving you enough because the, you had it once. And when you had it once, you became less of a man. And you feel the anxiety of that. You feel the anxiety as you get pulled away and getting involved with a woman that knows how to play the game with your mind and give you the pleasure. And for a while. And after a while, they can't, not going to give any pleasure anymore because they, if they do, they become a slave of the guy. And they're not going to come as a slave of the guy when they start to see, when the average woman starts to see that he's once more and more is becoming a bully for it. And let's take that one case in consideration because there's two because you can have an appeaser. But I'm not, I'm not going to talk on that one to make this point. It's clear. So that she begins to, she begins to give him more. But then at some point, he's addicted to her. And if she is a, a, a clever woman, if you know what I mean, it's not really clever, but if you, you know what I mean by that word. She... Well, the average woman, if she, if she sees the truth about this, if she is, is, has a, 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 a tiny aspect, a little piece of intuition, she will see that something's wrong and, and leave this man and, and think things through and, and find the, the way of life, not strife. But you see, the relationship between the man and the woman one will become stronger than the other. The, 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 the man who needs the sex can become a bully. And she's weak and not strong enough and not clever enough and, and, and then finds herself appeasing him and appeasing him and appeasing him and appeasing him until she can't anymore. And she becomes angry and resentful. And, but the anger and resentment causes her to feel the emptiness and the hunger and the hunger for the man. And then the more she gives herself, the more of a bully he becomes or the more the appeaser he becomes. And eventually you will have control of him if you know what you're doing. Now that's the same thing as North and South Korea. That's the same thing when you have a hunger for a certain kind of freedom that's not free, but is a slave. And so, but the tendency for, in America, is you can see it flows to a greater proportion than decent people. Um, people trying to be decent. And even though they're not as good as they should be, at least they have a common sense to see that the other side is dangerously wrong. Do you see where I'm going with this? 
you can divide the country exactly like the 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 the, the would-be bully of North Korea the very first time. We'll be like be be like, and most possibly like Obama. Fundamental transformation, kind of thing, which doesn't mean up; it means down. But you don't see it because language can be used to lie and have a double meaning in everything you say and everything you do. And so. But these young people are not strong enough. They've lost their way a long time ago. In the schools, in the universities, etc., etc., there were liberal teachers developed in, in, in universities. They were, the universities are corrupted, corrupted and corrupted, as you can see, producing more and more teachers that demoralize children and pervert them. And eventually we have a whole nation, half a nation, more than half a nation, and then up pops the deadly snake called Obama. And they go for it. He loves the worst in people. And that's what's happening now. He's still behind it all. And all the things that are happening to to our president. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at one eight hundred eight six six eighty eight eighty three. So, can you understand what we're up against? We have a noble person in Donald Trump, President Donald Trump. He has the magic. He has the magic that, excuse the expression, that pisses them all off and makes them terribly afraid. They're afraid of strength and goodness. I mean pure strength. There's a pure strength and purity of strength. For instance, to make it, just to make a point, I can raise my voice if I want to, if I need to, to make it go to bed. I could have said go to bed, which I did. But he says, Dad, can I stay up another five more minutes? Okay. And then he doesn't take, you know, do what he said. And so then I raise my voice, go to bed. And that's a, that's a strong but not wrong. Uh, it's a strong voice, but not wrong. So even the strong voice, and which is a good strong, then you have a bad strong, and then you have a, a, a good goodness, and then you have a, a deceptive goodness, and that is what makes the leader of the left. They look like they love us, but sooner or later, when they're drawn away and they have, they love all these people and all these people love this person called Obama, who is one of those people we should know, should be talking about. He's one of those people who have um, given our president a very difficult problem because 
he is behind all the wrong things that are happening, all the wrong people he's left behind to, to spy on him. And that's what a person, what kind of person he is. And your common sense sees it, but the other guys who love him, because he loves the worst in people, they are loyal to that individual or the individual, whatever you want to call him. And so, I'm making a point. We don't want to become like North Korea and South Korea, because sooner or later, the, the person that loves the worst in people finds that what he's got is people that don't know how to work. It, it, they just want him to give them something and give them pleasure. And that's what it's all about. So the people who are on the left are demoralized, thoroughly and completely demoralized. And if you can listen to what I have to say, maybe I can help you to come out of the frying pan and into the fire. You would, if, if Obama was able to take that one-third to actually get three chances as being president. America would have been gone forever, either because we had civil war or there's more of them than there is of us, and the more of them will bring the worst of people up to become president so they can enjoy the pleasures of perversions. And see, if there's more of them than us, then they can elect one of those people. And do you see where I'm going with this? Understand what we are up against. Some time ago, I'm going to be reading something now, if you don't mind. I've done the point, and I, uh, many years ago I wrote an article, and I'm going to read it, and you'll hear me reading it, and you'll see the difference between being intuitive and doing things and just me reading, writing, and doing arithmetic but by memory. But I have a paper in front of me, and I'm going to read it just a little bit, if you don't mind. And it goes like this. And you can see, I can't give you the same energy by reading. So when you hear me reading, it isn't as sweet as it, even if I'm stumbling. It's sweet, even in, even in the stumbling as an old man, as myself. But it seemed, but I just was playing with my computer and up popped the devil, so to speak. And it, it reads like this, understand what we're up against. Some time ago, I spoke about the other self, the self within that answers to its external cause of existence. There are two kinds of perfectly possessed people, the bully and their submissive victim. In political jargon, this amounts to the sympathy for all that is wrong, like Adolf Hitler, the Taliban, Osama bin Laden, etc., those kinds of people that the other people love because he loves the worst in people and they feel enlightened, see, and feel ingratiated by that 
but only to them. But the others who are more virtuous, they kill. It comes to that. Who either do as I say and become one of us, and the dark side begins to show itself. Obama would have shown itself in a horrible way. Thank God for our present president. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm not always reading. I'm at, I can't help ablibbing, if you don't mind. But here it goes on. So it, it, I'm not as strong as I was last night. And I'll put this up in, in the, to the hope that you are keep to a subject. Yesterday I made a, a subject matter with respect to what I'm saying about food and how it gives you pleasure. And food is the only thing, i just quickly say it, food is the only thing that can kill you or cure you. If you, take, if you look for food as pleasure, you, you are, um, it, it, how can I say it? You're, you are the extension of paradise lost. Of all the trees you can freely eat, let me just come now a little update. Of all the trees you can freely eat, but not that one. And so, when he ate what he should have done, he disconnected from his creator and began to be subject to the woman. And behind the woman, you, you, you see there's a dark side. There's a, there's a bright side for the man. And there's a bright side for the woman too. Especially if you can hold on to her intuition. But generally speaking, and mostly, mostly so, there is these kinds of problems. But, uh, I just I want to just jump back to what I said yesterday. If you drink, if you smoke, if you do everything to give you a feeling, it is equivalent to being making the the the, the drug your uplift, your full. Fulfillment, the fulfillment of a foolish person, a fulfillment, a full fulfillment for a fool that doesn't see that he's a fool, and the, the more he gets, the more he loves this, the more he does this, as I just expressed, which is the more drugs more food, more smoking, more sex, more of everything that makes him feel good. Feeling is the lie. Feeling good is not good. And you are addicted to feeling good, so the more you take drugs, the more you need drugs. And it goes on like that with everything. And the, behind all that are people who understand your needs and rise to the occasion of those needs and becomes your tormentor and your lover, both at once. And you cannot get away. 
but only one. Yesterday, I'm coming back to yesterday because I've stopped reading my my my, my article. The only one that can save you. None of those things can save you. You cannot stop yourself once you get going. And you, the more you get, the more pleasure you get, the more anxiety you have, because you're falling away from reality, from the purpose of life, the real purpose of life, not the fool's purpose of life, which seems like something wonderful when it isn't. And, and so you always look for the next Next thing, if it's drugs, you're looking forward to it, and up pops the devil, and the person that's trained from South America, in the jungles of South America, so that he rises to the occasion of your needs like that. And everything rises to the occasion of your needs, and it rises from darkness. And, but the more you have, the more you've been had and cannot stop it no matter what. You're angry with yourself. Do, you, you try the best you can do. You know it's hurting you, but you cannot stop. But there's only one thing, there's one kind of thing that does it both ways. I'll tell you in just a minute. Yesterday I mentioned that food has a magic to it. It has a program in it. And the, the addiction to food is can kill you. Half the country die from boy I boy oh, I, I, D, I think it was called the, the, the guys that make you your mouth water on the commercials on your on your uh, on your in internet and on your screen and uh, what was that again you uh, uh, that's all right I'm gonna continue my producer is giving me some support I appreciate it but I've gone past that now as I'm back with one kind of addiction that can cure you. None of the others can. Drugs, alcohol, the more you drink, the more you have to. The more you have sex, the more you want. And you become frustrated in so many thousand different ways to the point where you have sex with, with, your, with your mind. He had that I think Jesus mentioned that you must not have thoughts of sex in your mind. I can't remember the ex. You can look it up yourself and give it to me one of these days. But you get so hurt by hungering sex, so burned that you don't want women anymore. And so you have sex in your mind. And so you dream, and you make re make a reality in your 
in your mind and have sex with the image that you've created and with the usual outcome and become addicted to the devil. And you have to make, you, you can't, you're afraid of women, but you can create one in your mind and she could look real in three dimensions and then have sex with her and, and get off it, if you know what I mean. And this can be a killer. If it goes on and on, your own mind will kill you. It's trained to kill you. You trained it to kill you. It was you thought it was w- worthwhile. It was as good as it when it was, but it's no longer any good after a while. And you may see it and don't want to see it. And you go on and on until you die. It doesn't, doesn't matter what it is, but one thing only. I've changed my subject now a little bit, but I can't help it because now I'm ad-libbing. I've left the uh, screen that I was reading just for a few words. I'm bringing it back to what I said yesterday. Food connects you all the way back. Everybody has to eat food. You can't live without it, and and you can't live with it if you don't deal with it properly. And in the, in these days where people have money, they spend their money on all the other things I just said, and it gets stuck up and not able to help themselves and go to psychiatrists and psychology and they don't know how to do it and they become even angry and murderous to get hold of that. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at one 800 866 8883. All right, so now we come back to the food that I spoke about yesterday and didn't have a chance to, to make the point more clearly today. Redemption comes in, in a, a special way, but I have become aware just recently that, the, that if you are addicted to food, then you have a potential of then you have a potential of of being saved. Redem- a possibility of redemption is in the food. It's from the generations that, from the very first man that ate the wrong food and made an excuse like you do. And making an excuse is a hypnotic state. A hypnotic state. And so, but the evidence that you're something you're doing wrong is the anxiety. Evidence that you've done something wrong. It makes you hunger for what is wrong to feel right. That's all. What number? That's all. What I'm going to say there. Okay. No, Roy, you're a producer. Can you say that again? I, I'm. I'm. I want to follow you, and and that sounds very well, intriguing. What part to me. did you like, Marcelo? What you just now said about anxiety. I, I. I didn't. 
I didn't quite follow it, but I feel like I need to hear it again. I when, when, it... when you you said that something to the effect, and I didn't understand it, so I can't repeat it. But yeah. when you have anxiety, it means dot dot dot. It means that you're hungry. And you have anxiety because you're further away from God. Okay. And every time you do something to give yourself a, a f good feeling to lift yourself up, it's really going down. Okay, so, uh, so, so it means when you have anxiety, it means you're further away from God. That's right. That's it, sounds, it sounds like anxiety is good. Something God gave you as a... Well, it, it, there's a certain goodness in it, and there's a certain uh, aspect of how some, some other people know how to turn it around. In other words, the more anxiety they have, the more it demands more pleasure to get rid of it. I get it now. Okay. You see? And then it gets worse. And, it, and then there's more anxiety. And the only way you know how to get better is the old way of getting worse. And then eventually anxiety becomes so bad and nothing can cure it. The only way you can cure it is to blow your brains out or hang yourself. That's how dangerous it is. Yeah. Right? And so there is nothing on this earth that can cure you. There's only one way. There is a way. And there's a better way and a more beautiful way, which I have you know, on the seven-minute meditation. But if you could do this, there's something about food that has poisoned, uh, it poisons people who are into it too deeply. To eat it normally, and to eat it as, a, as a, a, an ordinary person is normal. It, it's not so serious, because if you have, if you have a, a world of, of people who don't have any much money and can't eat much, they're, they're, they're angry, usually angry, and not for not having be able to to be able to to support themselves. But there's usually something that that there's one thing about um, food. There's something about food that I'm, I'm going to... If you don't mind, I'll just jump away because there's something about food because in the beginning, food caused Adam. And and you'll see this is, makes sense in a minute. It made Adam disconnect from God and become attached to the woman who didn't know what she was attached to, but it was something of darkness. So every time a man loves a woman... And, and thinks of of pleasure, the pleasure of sex, because sex is pleasure, just like food is pleasure. But there's a right way of enjoying pleasure and a wrong way. And, and in other words, if you have sex with a woman, that's not your, not your wife. Or if you have sex with a woman because it's all you want from her, you want to get something back from her, and she wants something back from you, and you're becoming a loser. And so it's anxiety. And the, the anxiety can't be cured. All you have to do is go and find another one, another woman. And if and 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 when you get burned by that, and when she gives it to you, and she she also now becomes controls you, 
and sucks your life out and makes you have anxiety. And so no matter what you do, no matter what you do, everything you do will cause anxiety and often to the death to kill, to, to, to kill themselves because the pain of anxiety which follows you all the way to the grave with God following you all the way to the grave and waiting for the last person like the chief, the, one of the two um, thieves on the cross. One hated Jesus and sneered at him and the other one said, but we deserve it. See? And Jesus said, well, this day shall you be in paradise. That's how beautiful it all is in a, in a manner of speaking. Now we come back to the food. The food is has has a I can't find a word a conditioning. It's a sort of a hypnotic conditioning. So you can eat food as long as you don't enjoy it for its pleasure and to give you a lift. Oh, that food is so good! I have to have more, and so good. I have to have even more. And people lose their shapes, lose their minds for the food. But it's food because, well, how can food hurt you? It can, because it has a curse in it. Uh, it's like a hypnotic curse. Roy, can I interrupt for a sec? Yes, are you, are you following me? I, I am following you. And uh, a couple of months ago, you talked about what was it? A potato or an avocado? I forget. Oh but yes. You, can you can you tie that in again? Well, that's an interesting question, but it will lead me away from the point. Okay, never mind. No, it's all right. It's all right. And to, if you could just remind me again. Okay, so so Wait, you I, I for I forget whether it was a potato or an avocado, but you, uh, uh, you yes, I was in a swimming pool, and and you meant and and you were talking about how. <laughs> Yes, it I'll, had a negative you. effect. And it didn't. Have, it didn't have a negative effect. It didn't have an effect at all. It it taught me something. Okay, that's so that's, I, that's, that's what I'm. I want the tie-in. This is all right. I'll, I'll be happy to do that because you're my producer. <laughs> you need, okay, you need your pennies. With it. I get it, and and I'm happy to do it. And so, f- for your sake, and hopefully benefiting the uh, those who are listening, I'm. Swimming in a pool, a friend, a big pool, a friend's house, and I, my hands were spread out. I was resting, as you know, how you can sit at the back of the pool and put your hands out and cross your feet and rest. All of a sudden, something says potato. Potato. I said, "Where did that come from?" Potato. It kept on saying it, potato. And, you know, when you think of a potato, there's really a potato in your mind, in a manner of speaking. In other words, you look at a potato, you love potato, see, and but you love it too much. And you get pleasure from it. And that kind of thing. And, and but the minute I started to wonder why potato, it could have been anything. 
I'm not terribly fond of potatoes anyway, but the point is it was a potato that kept on saying it. Then I realized that the potato is in your head. And you love, if you can't have a potato, you can dream of it and enjoy the pleasure. If you're in prison somewhere, uh, to make a point, the, 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 the potato is really only a name, but it can also become part of you, as though the potato was inside you. Does that make sense? It it actually makes more sense than it made the first time you explained it to me, simply because what you're talking about today. So, yes. So, so what you need to do is not hunger for potatoes, because it, your your mind will become infected by it, and it has a power over you. It has a strange power to keep you thinking about potatoes and other things, and pretty soon you have a whole a whole a whole host of things like that in your head. So when you're thinking of drugs, alcohol, it you can you can dream for food and enjoy the feeling and look for the potatoes and and as if they were the extension of yourself. Basically speaking, I'm hope that make it, makes it clear. Yes. And the minute I, I saw that, that, that potatoes is a sort of extension in me. And so it's, it's with sex. And so it is it with drugs. It exists inside you. But it, it, but it comes from the outside, inside. So you can live on that. And you can live on it, and 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 so you can li- you can actually make yourself think that you could you should you could glory in, in all sorts of tastes and feelings, even though you don't have them. You can dream on them and enjoy them in a dreamlike state. They become part of you in the wrong way. That's all. Now, where was I? It makes sense. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope it does anyway. But now I'm going to come to food and make sure that food has a curse. And the only thing about people who eat food, they are connected. So if they're not drinking drugs, and if they're not doing all the others, but just eating a lot and enjoying it, so they become identified with the food. And it's sort of that they become part of the food and their ugliness and their fatness. Yes, it's, it's, it's in them. The food is in them. And it cries for more to come in. And it's a, like a drug. And you can't stop. And so, to make this point, food. Well, just a whole second. I'll be right with the music here. Right back. Mm-hmm. 
so that I'm speaking about food. And it's the only addiction that can be converted to salvation. And I mentioned yesterday, yes, you're so self, you're, you're safe with food, in a manner of speaking. You can do with food what you can't do with anything else because food is natural to you. But not, not completely natural. It becomes a perversion if you're hungry for it and fill yourself with food uh, for its pleasure and to forget the pain of guilt, which produces more guilt. And the more guilt you have, the more empty you become and the more food you have. So it, becomes, it acts like a... It acts like a... Um, what what, what so acts like a, a drug. It acts as a drug. It isn't a drug, but it acts like it when you get to that point of looking for food and loving it and loving it and getting swollen and, and heart's problems and God knows what. And your whole life is pleasure, pleasure from the food, pleasure, pleasure. But it's not quite like other things like smoking, drinking, drugs, and the things like that. There's a connection to God there. So you're using food that has a curse on it, a post-traumatic stress disorder, if you like to call it. It has that in it. But at the same time, you need the food. But you have to eat it properly. And so, here I say again, as I said yesterday, Jesus knew about that. And so, when he sat at the table with all his friends, he said this, Eat this remembering me. Not forgetting me. See, now I go back the other way. You're on the wrong track when you're using food that God gave you. It allows you to become strong and noble and eat just as much as you need, but not become addicted to it and misuse it. And you're being thrown out of the garden, the potential garden. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, uh, the n- number of the program is 9087, 9087. And uh, if you want to call my office, 800-877-3227, business hours, West Coast time. And uh, this food thing is, is, is magical. And so there is a way to, to find God. And I can quote it what it is. Let me see if I can remember the words. Oh dear, I forgot the words. Uh, let me see now. Well, the cure of 
of being uh, addicted to food can be redeemed by thinking of him when you eat. He says, eat this, remembering me. Even though you don't remember him, the concept of the idea, like the lady I spoke to you about, she had a wicked mother, cruel, and then after the cruelty is got inside her, she smiled and says, take care. And this lady, I know very well, one day, I said, take care. And she did, she was 70, 70 years old. And she, she, she's troubled by something and makes her angry. It's the mother. And the memory of the mother is a program that you can't see. It has not any material aspects to it. It's, it's in the world somehow. And if you, and every time she heard, hears, take, take care, she goes into one of those crazy things and does do just the opposite, not care herself at all. So you, you see, you, the, the magic of, of everything is even in the air. And, and any time she, she heard someone say, take care, and, it's, and that's what they meant. That same word, take care, that's all it was. But she couldn't see it. It just made her angry again at her mother. And she did just the opposite. It, it, it can come in any form. Salvation can come in any, any form, but mostly if you can look at food, but it's thrown out the garden. If you continue to use the food as Adam did, because every time he ate the food, he was reinforcing his, actually reinforcing his, his, uh, Disconnection from Creator. God created him just the same. He understood what he was doing. But it comes fast forward now. Do you like, do, are you fat and ugly? Can you look in the mirror and see? Can you look at the, go to the various places where there's lots of shops and things like that and look at the world and you see people fat Ugly every now and then you have a skinny one and then and, and they're pretty and handsome but may not be any better than anybody else but they, they somehow sooner or later if there's any um, mischief inside them they will die from this or that but the point I'm making is is very important if you have a common sense if you can understand the scriptures, be still and know is what I was looking for. Be still and know is how I help people to be still and experience the Creator. That is straight on simple, very simple. But the, the second one, which I just realized just recently, is has a curse in the food. So if you eat the food in a in a, a gentle and proper way, not hungry, you can feel the hungry in your tummy, but not hungry like an animal, hungry. 
hungry is it's all I can put it in the words. I had to put the words and the sound in it, hunger. And then you're misusing the food, almost like just like Adam did. And so you get thrown out of the garden and you die from lots of different diseases. So it's a good thing to recognize this point of view. Go to your, go to your refrigerator and make something nice for yourself and sit down. If you're hungry, you have an emptiness in the stomach. You know, you know when you're hungry, sit down and become conscious, become aware. Eat this remembering me. Now, you're not able to remember him because you never knew him. But there's a magic in those words. There's a magic, a conditioning, a noble conditioning factor, not a, a disastrous one. Like being involved with it, hungrier and hungrier, never satisfied, right? You're going to die. And your death will be worse than most others because you should know better. You have, you have scripture and you, you, you can't be better just swallowing all the words and acting it out like a, a stranger, you know, a person on the stage, see, and everybody loves you. And you say the right things and all the right things, but you're still a wrong person. And so what I'm saying to you, once more, go to your refrigerator when you're hungry and you have a little, little pain in your tummy. It says, I'm hungry. That's fine. Go to your refrigerator and sit down and just eat enough to take away the pain in the pangs of hunger. And think like this. Okay, I stood at the last minute. I've got to say it again quickly. Go to the refrigerator, make your food, and eat slowly and be aware of what you're eating. And quietly say to yourself, you see, eat this, what he said, and eat this thinking of me. Simple. That's it. And that will begin your journey, dealing with food properly. And you have the chance to become a better person. Our phone number is 800-866-8880. Oh, eight seven, excuse me, 877-3227 got carried away. And, and call my office Monday through Friday. Thank you very much. <laughs> 